Sometimes we have a narrow definition of how we expect God to work in our lives. We think that He's only going to speak to us in one way or do it, do things in one way with certain people. But I find that God uses anything and everything to bring us back to Him. That's today on the Tower Hill Podcast. Hey, everybody. Karen here from the communications team. Thanks for listening in to our Tower Hill podcast. First up, we have a new outreach event lined up for you at the end of August. You can help us serve the local community at the Fireman's Fair in Fairhaven, New Jersey. We're thrilled to do it again this year, not only to serve the community, but by helping out, we're giving the firefighters a night off from working the event so that they can enjoy the fair with their own families. So please sign up on our website at towerhillchurch.org slash events. You can choose from two shifts the evening of August 31st. But remember, we have 50 spots to fill, so please bring a friend if you can. This week, we're taking a break from our current sermon series to welcome guest speaker David Burke. David's visiting us from Ocean Grove, New Jersey. He's going to talk about integrity and how to keep God close by to help us make better decisions. Let me introduce you to David. Good morning. It's a privilege to be here at Tower Hill Church. This is uh, the second time uh, I've been. I was here last summer. Anybody remember that? Look at that. Yeah, and you came back. It's awesome, you know. <laughs> so it's great to be here with you. Uh, I live in so many different places. I, my children don't know what to say. Where does your dad live? I, during the academic year, I teach uh, leadership in the School of Public Policy and Administration at the University of Delaware in Newark, Delaware. I pastor a, uh, are you a blue hen? Good, and, and you're behind on your alumni giving, okay? I want to talk to you about that. It was right in my sermon note, right here now. And, uh, and uh, so I teach leadership, and I pastor a, a growing rural congregation in the middle of nowhere in Cecil County, Maryland, and I live in Middletown, Delaware. But I also live in a tent in Ocean Grove, New Jersey. So pray for me. I don't it's going to be warm there today, Okay. So I live in Ocean Grove nearby, so stop by. If you need a beach badge, stop by my tent, and we'll give you a pass. Oh, geez, that's trouble. Okay. The word today is, comes from uh, Psalm 101. It says this. The Bible is written for you today. It says, I will sing of your love and justice to you, Lord. I will sing praise. I will be careful to lead a blameless life. When will you come to me? I will conduct the affairs of my house with a blameless heart. I will not look with approval on anything that is vile. I hate what faithless people do. I will have no part in it. The perverse of heart shall be far from me. I will have nothing to do with what is evil. Whoever slanders their neighbor in secret, I will put to silence. And whoever has haughty eyes and a proud heart, I will not tolerate. My eyes will be on the faithful in the land that they may dwell with me. The one whose walk is blameless will minister to me. No one who practices deceit will dwell in my house. And no one who speaks falsely will stand in my presence. And every morning I will put to silence all the wicked in the land. And I will cut off every evildoer from the city of the Lord. The second reading is from Matthew's Gospel. 
Will you stand with me as we honor God in the reading of his good news from the Sermon on the Mount in the sixth chapter of Matthew's Gospel? Very familiar words for us today. Chapter 6, 19 through 24. Hear the word of God for you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and when thieves do not do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And here's what I want to focus upon today. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And this is the word of God. And our response is, thanks be to God. You may be seated in the presence of God. Let us pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. As you go to prayer, think about the last time you lied. And ask God to forgive you and cleanse you. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not from your presence. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation. In Jesus' name we pray, and all God's people say, amen. There's an Illinois woman who wants to get away from the stress and the snow of it all, and she wants to have a romantic rendezvous with her husband to celebrate their anniversary. And they want to get away from the streets and the stress and the snow of Chicago and fly to southern Florida to be warm. So he's on a business trip, and she's on a business trip, and they decided to meet up, and she said, I'll contact you and give you the details about the hotel. Well, she reaches her hotel and she decides to uh, send her husband a quick email, but she is not a detail person. Who's a detail person? Where are you? You're a detail person. You're a list person. Who likes lists? You're sick. Okay, good. <laughs> and she probably should have wrote it down, put it on the phone, but she wrote it on the back of an envelope. She should have typed it in her phone, but she didn't do it. And, and unfortunately, she missed the letter. She missed the letter in the email, and the email didn't go to her husband to connect at the nice hotel in warm Florida. It actually went to an older woman. It actually went to a widow. It actually went to a grieving elderly widow who buried her husband yesterday, her husband no less a pastor. When the grieving widow checked her email, she took one look at the monitor and let out a piercing scream and fell to the floor and her extended family from the funeral that was in the home came and sat her in the chair and they read the email together. Quote, Dearest honey, I just got checked in. Everything is fine and everything is prepared for your arrival tomorrow. 
P.S. Sure is hot down here. Vision. How is your vision? The Bible says without a vision, the people perish. How's your vision this morning? How's your vision for your life? How's your vision for Tower Hill Church? How's your vision? When's the last time you lied? I ask my students all the time, when's the last time you lied? In my background, I am like this United Methodist pastor from Duke that they snuck into the Princeton area seminary. here. Like this is, this is Presbyterians, right? They snuck into Methodists. Is that okay, huh? In my tradition, John Wesley was made fun of in a holy club, and they met, and they confessed their sins to each other and had communion every three or four days. So I thought we'd have communion, and we would confess our sins. We'll start with you, okay? And we'll just kind of work our way around. People now go to the restroom as I speak, yeah. When's the last time you lied? Grace, grace, God's grace. Not that we keep on sinning, no perish the thought. Grace abounds. Integrity, integrity in a time of moral decay. I always hear people say, well, well, we have this slippery slope. That slope is dissipated. It is flat. It's time for Christians to do the right thing. It's time for believers to take a stand in the midst of the mess. It's time to be light in the darkness. It's really okay to be a woman of God. It's really okay to be a man of God. It's really okay to be a Christian on a college campus. It's really okay to be light in the midst of the darkness. The psalmist echoes integrity. The word of God says, I will sing of your love and justice to you, Lord. I will sing praise. I will praise you. If you don't praise God, the rocks will cry out. We don't want any noisy stones in Red Bank today. We praise you, O God. We worship you as we pray this psalm. I'll be careful to live a blameless life, the Bible says. And when will you come to me? When will you come to me with tears on a pillow? When will your knees hit the ground? When will your heart be humble and cry out to God for you need God today? Well, since I'm in a Presbyterian church, a church that's on the move for God, I gotta have some points, right? Usually I tell us a bunch of stories and teach scripture, but I got, you know, so I brought some points today. I brought 50 things I want to know. That's not true. I brought a few points here today. A person of integrity honors God. A person of integrity honors God in all your relationships, A person of integrity honors God with your whole life, that you love God and you love people, even the jerk at work. That didn't take long. You know the jerk at work who talks about Jesus all the time, uses Jesus' name as a curse word? Love him. Love her. Love the H-E double hockey sticks out of him. I like to buy a vow. Yeah, love him. Love God and love people. Love him. A person of integrity honors God. Honor your father and mother. The first commandment with a purpose and a, and a promise that it will, you'll lead a long life on this earth. Train up a child in the way they shall go. When I was driving up here today from Ocean Grove this morning, I thought, what am I going to tell these folks? And it's always amazing coming here. And I pray for, pray for your pastors. They, they're like wardrobe artists. I mean, it's like, you know, okay, this morning I started out casual, you know, and then, you know, and then I had to, you had to put on a shirt and tie. And, and for this service, I, I forgot my skinny jeans. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? <laughs> All I need is skinny jeans and a tattoo and a latte. I could be a preacher, you know, that kind of a thing. That was a nasty thought of skinny jeans. Okay. <laughs> because sin is sin is sin. All right. 
A person of integrity honors God. What am I going to tell these great people? And God said to me and spoke to my heart. I got a little lost. I ended up in a little silver ocean port. Make a left. Do a legal U-turn. Go here. God said by the power of the Holy this morning, he said, you tell them to pray for the prodigals. The prodigals in your family. Those that have a form of religion and deny the power thereof. The Pharisees. The prodigals in your family that are apathetic towards God. The prodigals that are, that are worshiping in Home Depot and Lowe's and those kind of places this morning. The prodigals that teenagers, college students, young adults, grandchildren. Let's pray for them. Pray for the prodigals. A person of integrity honors God. Does your life honor God? Secondly, a person of integrity will live a life of wisdom. 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 We have tons of knowledge. We have computers in our pockets. We're addicted to phones. Where are they addicted? Who's addicted to their phone? Some of you are lying in church. Raise your hand. Where are you? You, I, I do it on, I, I'll see it next month on campus. They just kind of walk around and they walk around and they walk around. I love when old people want to text their friends. Love old people. Where is the apostrophe? Since I know that's a possessive type situation. I need to include the apostrophe in my text. Just text. We have knowledge in our pockets and we act like we have no wisdom. Phones are wonderful, but some of you are clicking on the internet where you don't belong. Start my car. It's the Lamborghini on the left. It's the 05 Honda Accord, amen? You're clicking on the internet where you don't belong, and the Bible calls it perverse. You're in relationships where you don't belong that are inappropriate. It's online. No one's going to know. God knows. Let your yes be yes. And your no be no. Clicking where you don't belong. Watching where you shouldn't be. Polluting your heart. And your very soul. A person of integrity will have a life of wisdom. The Bible says in James 1, chapter 5, if we lack wisdom, we ask it of God who gives us liberally, generously. You need wisdom for parenting? Ask God. Who's a parent right here? Who's a parent of a teen? Who's a parent right now of a teenager? Let's pray and forget the rest of the day. Okay. <laughs> I want to give you a word of encouragement for parenting. I got three kids, and their names are Tylenol, Advil, and Aleve. They're my three kids. <laughs> That's true. We were in the hospital. We couldn't think of names, so we went with the pill bottles. It was really cool. But Jonathan, Katie, and Emily, they're all walking with God. It's a miracle. It's a miracle of grace, and there's grace, grace, grace. But I want to tell you this. Let me tell you the quick parenting 101. Don't major in the minors. This is for you obsessive, compulsive people. You list detail people. The workaholics in the room. Where are the workaholics? Oh, they're working. They're not here. Okay, good. <laughs> I can't believe the room. I can't believe the room. Can you see the room? They're, they're, the room's a mess. The room's a mess. They have a 3.8 GPA, and they got a scholarship, and you're worried about their room. Where are the sloppy people? Where are you? Where are the sloppy people? No one's sloppy? 
You know what? You know who you are? You're not a list person. Here's who you are. I leave clothes on the floor to protect the life of the carpet. Can I get an amen on that? <laughs> Don't major in the minors. The Bible says a person of integrity lacks wisdom. A person of integrity cares for their family. A person of it says here in the scripture. I will conduct the affairs of my house with a blameless heart. I will not look with approval on anything that is vile. I hate what faithless people do. I know. You look around and you go, oh my golly, if they just keep sinning, what is going on? Love them. They're lost. Lost people matter to God. Don't be a Pharisee. God has enough obnoxious people out there. Can we say amen to that? Now you're thinking of the obnoxious person in your family. The aunt who wears too much perfume at Thanksgiving. I know. Her name's Esther. She's a queen. I just made that up. Okay. A person of integrity cares for their family, a God and family and and work. But the problem is we let sports get in there. I know because my son was terribly involved in a cult. My son was demonically oppressed in a cult. It was called travel soccer. You know what I'm talking about? It's a cult. They brainwashed him. We put sports ahead of God. By the way, I just like to let you know one thing. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. Philly, Philly. Where are the Giants fans? Any Cowboys fans? Repent. Good, okay. A person of integrity cares for their family with God and family and sports and all that stuff and get to, get to keep the main thing the main thing. We teach leadership at home. At home. Stop abdicating your leadership. Oh, let them do it, let them do it, let them do it, let them do it. Teach leadership at home. A person of integrity honors their family, cares for their family, lives a life of wisdom, and honors God. A person of integrity hates lies and seeks the truth. The Bible says. The perverse of heart shall be far from me. I will have nothing to do with his evil. Whoever slanders their neighbor in secret, I will put to silence. I'm going to give you the translation. You ready? Stop gossiping. Stop it. Am I trying to control you? No, but the Holy Spirit is. If you prayed as much as you gossiped, you'd have a changed life to the glory of God. If you prayed as much as you gossip, your church would be totally different. Don't gossip. Stop slandering. God has enough obnoxious people out there. Stop telling lies. My father lied every day from 12 years old to 65. He was a functional workaholic alcoholic. He started drinking at 12 years old and stopped with a tremendous conversion experience at 65 years old. And I'm going to tell that story on August the 13th at 7.30 p.m. right here. We're going to pray for healing. We're going to pray for cancer because the name of Jesus is bigger than cancer. Can we say amen to that? I'm glad four Baptists snuck in here. We'd be in trouble. Okay. (laughs) We're going to pray for healing and cancer and wholeness and restoration and relationships and addiction. I live in a rural area where the opioid crisis is crazy. Sometimes we lose one, two, three, five, seven, and we have a town of 700 on the weekends. We're going to pray for healing. 
with praise and worship and a concert of prayer on a Monday night, 7.30, bring a friend. A person of integrity hates lies. They don't lie. The truth will set you free. The truth. When's the last time you lied? When's the last time you lied? A person of integrity guards their eyes. Guards their eyes. A person of integrity guards their eyes. My eyes will be in the faithful in the land that they will dwell with me. The one whose walk is blameless will minister to me. Jesus says in the gospel lesson today that your eyes, it's the lamp of your very soul. Guard your eyes. Watch what you put into your heart. Watch what you put into your spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells within you. Garbage in, garbage out. Scripture in, scripture out to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Guard your heart and guard your mind and guard your body and guard your emotions. Guard your eyes. Guard your eyes. A person of integrity eliminates pride. Pride comes before the the fall. The middle letter of the word pride is I. The middle letter of the word selfish sin is I. Because sin is so selfish cares for your family, honors God, lives a life of wisdom, guards your eyes, and eliminates pride. I'm going to get in your face again with plenty of grace. I'm going to tell it like it is. Here we go. Stop being arrogant. No one likes arrogance. No one likes cockiness. No one likes trash talk. Stop the snobbery. I'm ready to be a carny at the carnival. I want to be a part of that. 50, I can come to that. That's awesome. And they're going to feed me. Praise God. Yeah. I'm available. <laughs> Just thinking out loud. I don't get out much. Okay. <laughs> Eliminate it. Get rid of the pride. Don't be arrogant. I was speaking to a thousand teenagers one time, and I said, let your yes be Yes. And you're no be no. And this one little boy stands up in eighth grade. Where'd you get that? It's in the Bible. He's like, dude. It's in the word, amen. I have good news and bad news. I have great news. I have plenty of grace. Grace, grace, God's grace. Amen to that, huh? Plenty of grace. The bad news is the Bible says your life is a vapor. And young people don't even know what that is because it's on a tea kettle. You guys are such in a hurry. You put food in the microwave and say, hurry up. I know how that works. Yeah. The other week I had three or four lean cuisines and I was trying to get them strategically situated in the microwave, you know. I put them in the microwave. Oh, you're only supposed to eat one. Oh, I thought they were like appetizers. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, you, you just eat one of those. Oh, I got to, oh, golly, I got to, yeah. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Here we go in closing, closing story, and then we get to have the best meal of our lives. Ten years ago, I actually did something that young people here don't even do. I went to a bank. I'll never forget my mom before she passed away. said, Jonathan, last time you didn't, you didn't cash that check I gave you. And he goes, I just cashed it. She goes, what do you mean? 
We're in the van. He goes, I just took a picture of it and sent it to Wells Fargo. Isn't that amazing? Now they Venmo each other, the kids. They owe each other money, and they send it to each other. They don't send me anything, but they send it to each other. <laughs> so 10 years ago, I walk into a PNC, and I'm kind of in a hurry, and it's vacation time, and I, I want to get $1,000 out. And so I ask for a $1,000 withdrawal, and I have a weird habit because I'm not a math person, and I started counting the money. Who counts their money? Who counts their money? Old people raise their hand. Good, okay. And I'm counting the money, and I get to about 1,000, and I notice there's more green paper. I ask for $1,000 withdrawal, old school bank withdrawal, show my ID. Actually, Julie wasn't this Julie. She wasn't a bank teller, but it was a real Julie. And, um, and I'm like 1,200, 1,500, 18, 19, $2,000. I said, Julie, hate to be a pest, but you gave me $2,000. Now, here's my question for you. John Quinones on ABC, Friday night. Four of you have television. The rest of you just steal somebody else's password for Netflix, but that's another meeting, okay? Integrity, go, go repent. Okay, good. And I said, Julie, you got $2,000. What would you do? You ask for 1000 you get two. Some of you are going, I go there every day. It's like when you go to Wawa or Quick Check or wherever you go and you get more change, what do you do? Oh, it's their mistake, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. I got $1,000. What would you do? And Julie goes, no, you, I gave you 1000 I go, Julie, I'm not a math major. I have three degrees and I can figure this out academically. What's the deal? She goes, give me that. I'm like, oh. So she takes the money, and you know, I like, I like how there's bank teller. If you're a bank teller, please forgive me, but some of them they'll do, they'll do like this little system where, you know, and they got to put it in piles and all. She counts it. She gets to 1,000 and she looks and there's more green. And she's at 1,500 and the tears start to flow from her eyes. And I'm checking vital signs if I brush my teeth or put on deodorant. And she's weeping. 18, 19. I go, what's wrong? She said, you don't understand. I'm a single parent mom. I go, actually, I do because I'm the alcoholic child of the single parent mom from the city of Baltimore. I know. And she said, no, you don't understand. When I have less, over $100 during the whole week in one shot deal, I'm $1,000 short. I am terminated, fired, and I am a single parent mom of an eight-year-old boy. And I thought to myself that the sin of stealing, how minor it would be, that sin is sin is sin is sin, and it has a ripple effect and affects Julie and her job and her future and our lives and our eternity. But thanks be to God that while we were sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. As you are about to prepare yourself for the greatest meal of your life, humble your heart, and stop lying and live a life of integrity. When no one's looking on that business trip, when no one's looking to do the right thing and honor God. And the people of God say amen. 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 Prepare your hearts for the best meal of your very life.